1: This is The Chaser Report.
0: Yes, welcome to the show. It is Friday, the fifteenth of July. Dom Knight here with Chris Taylor. Hello, Chris. Hello, Charles. Is, Charles is doing school holidays this week. Yeah, look, can Charles does school holidays
1: more often. I've I've, um, I've enjoyed this week with you and Ange. I feel yeah. that the podcast is sort of finding a rhythm it hasn't had. And yes, there's, uh, of and of and I, there's only me? one conclusion we can draw from that: the the, the key different factor is the absence of Charles first. So uh, you know, we love Charles. I hope he's having a lovely time. I think he went to Ukraine, didn't he? For his holidays
0: Well you, you never know Until they crop up This is one of the great <laughs> things about, about trips to Ukraine I was talking to a political reporter A couple of weeks ago like, And I was going to ask them on air Is Albo going to Ukraine Like surely he is He's going to Europe Like inevitably I thought you can't Don't we all pretend It's not going to happen Until someone does So if, if Charles crops up In Ukraine next to Oh. I mean, Zelensky, he'd be like, oh, my gosh, Charles went to Ukraine. What a surprise. You, you can't ask it. You can't ask and you off. can't
1: tell. Even I mean, mm. you give Charles two drinks and I'm sure he'd tell you. But, yeah, that's it's sort of really interesting that the secrecy required, I guess, because, you know, the security stakes are huge. So I, for one, am incredibly grateful that we've got someone on the case repairing the damage of every relationship that the previous government broke. But, yeah, I assume that there's always two certainties. One, mm. he'll call in on the regular troops. You know, yeah. where where are they now? Afghanistan or? <laughs> they're surely not in Afghanistan. Where, he no, no, it,
0: we, we left there a while back. Yeah. yeah. I don't, there wouldn't many. that be funny if he still dropped in? Like, he didn't get the memo that oh, we'd, we withdrew drawn. Imagine the awkwardness of he that. Guys, and just <laughs> turns up, up in Kandahar, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> where, where's the photo op? Oh, they've all gone. What? Oh. oh. But no, and the thing was as well, I remember thinking, surely Vladimir Putin doesn't really give a shit about assassinating Albo. Like, this is not going to be a, a big priority. And then I was like, oh no, it's Zelensky. Because Zelensky would be next to him and he definitely wants to kill Zelensky. That's what I think it was. Imagine being the crossfire in that. That would give Albo a bigger place in history he would have otherwise deserved, (laughs) I suspect. I
1: think Albo was almost angling for that. Like, you know, still not completely confident in the job. Still a bit surprised he even won the election. Mm. Just thought, oh, I could guarantee my place in history. Like, to be more than just the answer to a pub trivia question. If I go out in a really spectacular way. So, boys... Book me a trip. <laughs> I want to stand next <laughs> to Zelensky, and I'm happy. You know, I don't care if you tell people you can. If you, you can follow protocols, if you want, I don't mind yeah. if you don't. I'm relaxed about it, and I reckon we should meet in a really outdoor area. Like I just Al <laughs> know Covid's still a theme. I don't. I don't want to be mm. indoors. So
0: let's just go really outdoors with Zelensky. And why? Look, book me in for a week. The only world leader to go there twice, Chris, if I'm not mistaken, Is Boris he? Johnson. Yeah, and not- I'm just wondering at what point. Does does Vladimir go? Actually, mate, no, don't worry, don't bother, don't don't come back because he's still PM for a few months. Right, surely he's going to try and get the trifecta of visits there because oh, I think I was watching his his press conference when he resigned, and part of me thinks, reckons that he can still. I'm thinking that somewhere in the back of his mind, you can see he reckons he can turn it around. It's always just kind of a surprise to see, you know, with Bojo, a bit like Trump,
1: you're not mm. quite sure who he'd support in that war, like, <laughs> it's like true. Trump you'd kind of back to support Putin, just you know, oh, 100%. St- strong man yeah. to strong man, but Boris Johnson you'd kind of think would, you know, cut from the same cloth as Trump in yeah. many ways, I, when I saw him side by side with Zelensky, go, oh, oh you're on that team, oh good for you, yeah no that's good, <laughs> that's, um, phew there's one thing, and, uh, and it was the thing he kept hammering home, like in these dying days, when mm. I mean, the writing was on the wall, where everyone could see that he was a goner except him. And it was that thing where, you know, when you've only sort of done one good thing, you keep hammering that home? Yes. It, was, it was sort of like Turnbull when he was knifed and everyone kept saying, oh, what's your legacy? And he, he just had same-sex marriage plebiscite. That was sort
0: of the yeah, only yeah. thing he could name. Kind of done despite him in some ways, yeah. Totally, as much as he supported yeah. it. But and it, was it was such a torturous and horrible way of doing it. Johnson couldn't say COVID
1: because he'd made a balls up mm. of that. Brexit... Was starting to bite him on the arse and be, be turned into a disaster that even he recognised. So the one thing he kept falling back on as a not just as something he achieved, but as a reason to keep him there, he goes, "Oh, only I am really supporting the Ukrainian
0: situation." He at the was moment. out in front of that, but I guess he was used to people getting constant bombardment. This is what it's been like. I still can't believe fifty ministers resign before he quit. <laughs> How does he even have fifty ministers? It's crazy. In, in what Western government system
1: do people have that much accountability anymore? Like we Should have had 50 ministers resign under ScoMo, but you know, no one fell on their sword. I guess these weren't falling on swords so much as you know, they were tweeting uh, a terse letter. This is the thing I love about UK politics. passive aggressive. I will resign because
0: it hopefully makes you resign. I I just feel that for the good of the country, I can't die, I can't put up with this anymore. The the standards of good governance, and and last week they were were And My favorite was the new Chancellor of the Exchequer, whose name escapes me, the new Treasurer. He'd been he'd signed up for the gig a day earlier. Yeah. A day earlier, yeah. Chris, he'd said, yep, I'll be the new top economic minister, whatever it is. And a day after that, I couldn't possibly do But <laughs> <in the government. laughs> like, This is a disaster. The man has no they integrity. They wouldn't have He's even disgrace. put the plaque up on his door. Like,
1: I don't think he even would have had, had, got his login for the computer in the department. That's, That's how right. short he was there. I, I, was it the BBC? One of them did the, the, almost like the honour roll of all the people Who'd resigned that day And it was 50 As you said Yeah yeah And they did it to the tune They did it to Bittersweet Symphony The Verb song Uh, And And I'm going Fifty, And that's not all of them. That's like still only half of them. How big is their ministry? I, I know it's a massive country, but it's always looks so squashed when you see footage of UK yes, Parliament. They're in the
0: smallest building in the world. It's I've kept adding MPs. It's, incre- it's the least
1: COVID-safe room in the world. Half of them are the size of Boris Johnson. So they're, they're all squeezed into their suits sitting there. And they keep adding ministries. And I, wonder, I reckon they were only resigning just to create a bit
0: more leg room and some seat room in the bloody House of Lords or the House of uh, Commons. No, no, it, it really was quite... A, everyone gets a problem of a ministry it seemed like but no I, th- I think there's something like 150 or 200 people actually in the like in the in the tories it's a massive parliament yeah. can't imagine what they'll do anyway look um i kind of miss boris a bit in a way as as inept as he seems, as as hopeless as he seems to have been i mean he somehow had the most lockdowns and the most deaths during covid which is an, an extraordinary achievement but, and, and he led from the front he almost died himself
1: Remember, he, did. Was, he was, really did. he was actually
0: gun. in ICU,
1: I think, wasn't he? Bruce? Oh, absolutely he was. No, he very nearly died. Do you reckon um, part of him is regretting he didn't go then? It would have been <laughs> like, a good way to go out. It would have gone with more dignity than his final
0: exit. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's quite amazing to think that this is a man who managed to, to survive getting busted for having a party yeah. on the eve of Prince Philip's funeral yes. at number 10 during lockdown. I mean, anyone else in the world, except maybe Donald Trump would have been toast at that point.
1: It was extraordinary how he rode that out because yeah, I, mm. th- that's the thing. Like, I think all of us who observed it thought he was toast. Yeah, during party gate, and then in the end, he kind of weathered that storm. And it was it was the giving the promotion to the guy who had allegedly groped a couple of people years ago. Yes,
0: yes, um, and. I think it wasn't just that, but the rumor doing the rounds was that he'd said, and the the, guy, the MP's name was Pincher. Pincher, yes. Pincher by name, Pinscher beautiful. By what do they call that? Think, Nominative determinism. Yes, I think at the point where that pun was doing the rounds, you just kind of go, "Okay, look, I think this is the point where it's too undignified." remain prime minister. They're joking ev- about the molester.
1: Yeah, it's like an Evelyn Waugh novel. You know, like those novels mm. where they or PJ Woodhouse, where they give the person a surname that actually <laughs> sums up yeah, their, their characteristics, <laughs> or something, or whatever it is, or Pincher. Oh, terribly shocking news! What's that? Pincher turns out to be <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> well. I never saw that coming. You hey, to pinch everybody's bottoms back at uh, <laughs> back at college. Yeah.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. When you say you miss him, do you mean just because it's sort
0: of fun to have a clown overseas to he make us feel less bad about our own. It's ridiculous. Uh, really. And the the image that will endure of him is that amazing moment when he was the the mayor of London. Mm. London's hosting the Olympics and he zip lines in to open an event. And he yes. had the helmet on, the crash <laughs> helmet, and he gets stuck mm. in the middle of the zip line and just sways backwards and forwards. When I saw that stupid flag, I said there's a statesman. There's future p.m. Yeah. material. Yes, from a comedic perspective, we will we'll miss Boris Johnson. And it's a bit of a weird thing. It is hard to know how you recover from these great comic figures of politics. I mean, Donald Trump was such a a gift. Tony Abbott was a huge gift. Mm. Him him going from Abbott to Turnbull was a real come down for political comedians. And then ScoMo, fortunately, gave us some fairly vintage years there of of doing satire. I mean, Albo... This is just, this is not going to be a golden period of satire. It's just going to be a little bit dull and tepid, isn't it? Well, I've noticed um, this organisation included, The Chaser.
1: It's, you know, they're still sort of feeling their way. And all, all those people who sort of made Twitter careers out of, you know, mm. creating SCOMO hashtags and just dumping on SCOMO every day, not without cause, I should say, but it, it became a bit broken recordy. Um, y. Yeah, they've all gone very quiet, haven't they? Uh, <laughs> the sort well, of people well, who's was on like yeah. there'll
0: be a rumor that he wants to join the board of the rugby league or something. We did the rounds this week? I know, which it, is pretty amusing. I and can't... then everyone will go, "Oh, oh, we can write a Scomo topical headline again. Yeah,
1: he's back." No, it's sort of interesting. I mean, you know, without naming names, there was, was always a discussion amongst people who do the kind of things we do for a living, in topical comedy. And there's, there was always when you when you've got a conservative government in for as long as it, the the Abbott, Turnbull, Morrison years were. You always get these people to say, Oh, why don't you ever make fun of, you know, Labour or the left wing? And you go, well, because they're not in power. You you go where the power is, that's where the that's where the stronger material is, that's where the satirist role is. And and now that it's changed, I'm sure a lot of those people are going, oh they're still sort of feeling out where the jokes are with Albo, because Look, I mean, <laughs> this will sound incredibly partisan, and I don't mean it to be partisan. But I actually think they've had an incredibly good honeymoon. out I actually think it, it's it's just been like you could breathe again. You didn't. It's that you remember when Trump was in power, mm. and you woke up every day and you sort of reach for your phone and go, "Oh, what's he done overnight?" And it was every always, morning, was, yes, literally the first thing. And it was kind of like that on a much less horrendous scale with the Morrison government, mm. like the levels of. Yeah, you know, corruption or alleged corruption and the lack of accountability and just the blame shifting and all of that. It just sort of made you cringe. And it's just been nice to wake up and not feel that. I'm not saying Albanese is a saint and that this government's... I've got great confidence that the Labor government will prove to be oh, yes. a great disappointment. No, give, give them a year or two. <laughs> but but oh, they've, it's for the last two or three weeks, it's the, they've kind of just been like the, the Bernard Colliery. Just dropping the prosecution mm. on him It's just... Oh, thank God that that we're no longer playing political games with that. And they're just good sort of common sense decisions. Um, And I guess you can always do that in the honeymoon period. Like, you've got your mandate. Mm. You can kind of, you know, undo all the the worst excesses of your predecessors. Yeah, so then I assume the satirists and stuff will, you know, will certainly have enough to go on with. It's telling, is it not, that Sean McAuliffe decided to uh, retire his show... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no longer mad as hell. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We got no elbow jokes. Um, I, I don't think that's the reason at all. And um, it of had course, a it's
0: very not. Very long run. It's I mean, really, a, by ABC oh, comedy standards. And, and had, Sh- it, Sean it, said, five he's five lives. He's just turned than most.
1: He's turned sixty, and. Um,
0: no I, I, I,
1: please don't don't let anyone think I genuinely think it's because they can't make fun of the new government, but i'm I'm glad I'm not in the game at the moment because it, it's mm. it's sort of when a government doesn't uh give you the shits, it is harder to do what we do for a living
0: but another but, one that comes to mind chris is the the N- na family the the O'Ela family oh who yeah, just had for so many years been used as a football it's like oh, let them go I mean. And and how easy was un- it in the end? Like it, that could yeah. have
1: been a phone call. Alex Hawke could have made a thousand times before. There were no votes in treating them the way the coalition did. I, I honestly don't think even bigots really cared about no, that. No, even family. Barnaby
0: Joyce was against <laughs> it. And oh, look, I don't I don't want to shit on Bill I haven't been there, but having having looked at some of the photos. There aren't a huge number of people who are keen to go back to New <laughs> Chris. It's not. It's not a popular destination. They. He was there's working a, there's in There's a an lot of local
1: Bill people looking at Christmas Island, going, "Oh, that. Gee, they've got it
0: easy." <laughs> the guy worked in abattoir in Bill Let him do it, for fuck's sake. But yeah. Like be we grateful. need. We need a hundred. We need thousands more people who are willing to do that kind of thing. No, but it is. It is a good point. I have enormous faith in in labour, as an organisation, to get to the point. Do you remember? With the New South Wales Labor Party, sixteen years into the government there, uh, in our in the state here in New South Wales, the point where every single week there was a minister resigning because of yeah. some sort of horrible sex t- scandal, there was, there was massive corruption. There was well, one, of them, one of One of was a paedophile. Yeah. yes, it was, Milton Acropolis. I mean, that was. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So give labour say what you like about, sure about Angus Taylor, tick- but
1: I don't think he ever molested a child. Yeah, like labour, <laughs> labour. <what> we
0: know, <laughs> but yes, they are shiny new. And the, the bizarre thing about this government is how, how easy it's been to sort a few things out. Yeah. How it took Penny Wong a week to fix the Pacific. It seems like, like yeah. to, to basically get China to, to to go easy. She was there less than a week before. She'd sort of humiliated the Chinese foreign minister and won the argument, as far as I can tell.
1: Which makes you ask the question: Was it the incompetence of the previous mob that you know they were just genuinely bad at the job of governing, or was it sort of more ideological and, and misplaced ideology? Like, certainly, I think with Bernard Collery and, and Witness K, that was
0: ideological. They just had a. A vindictive desire to at the point where you're on the side of bugging East Timor, that's just not a good position to be. This is, as I said, just just
1: a huge exhalation of relief to just see a government quite simply and and fairly to say, oh no, this this nonsense has to stop. We're not going to score cheap political points off this stuff anymore.
0: And I mean, thank God we're not really doing stereotypical TV shows anymore. We're not really doing. That mass, that scale, satire. And thank goodness, Chris, that in a couple of years' time, Donald Trump's going to come back in to give us something to talk about. Yes. Well, Chris, yeah. thank you for, for cameoing on the podcast this week. It's been, uh, it's been delightful.
1: has any time Charles is giving you the shits or annoying you or pretending he's on holiday, uh, it's my pleasure to drop by with you, Dom. Hackies and Rode Microphones.
0: We're part of the iCast Creator Network. We'll catch you next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?